Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show, and of course, one of the things we're doing this year, because there's a new one coming out in October, is we're working our way through the Saw franchise. <sighs> we've already done one and two. This is going to be Saw 3, which came out in 2006. Please, please tell me there's only three movies. <laughs> Unfortunately, Tim, we're not even halfway. Ah... Uh... Because we got we got another four after this, five including the new one. God damn it! <laughs> Saw three, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I was going to give you a spoiler warning just now. I don't want to dance around it. Um, nope. <laughs> we had some positive points to make about the first two, but we were, you know, mostly we did, we, we did have some. <laughs> we said there were some good ideas, but yeah. we didn't like how it was executed. We didn't like the shooting style. We thought some of the acting was terrible, particularly in the first one. Well, um, luckily, they changed it for this movie, right? <laughs> Which part? <laughs> like the directing style that's different. We got rid of all the kind of fast cuts and grimy, like rock and roll music video <laughs> style. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got good news and bad news. Tim, <laughs> oh, the, the good news is that those sections are further between than they were before. Like you know, like there's longer chunks of normal in between that fast cutting bollocks. Yeah. The bad news is, is that there's not really less of it overall. It's just the movie's much longer. <laughs> the movie's almost two oh, hours no. long. God damn it. It is too long. It feels too long. And when you're not liking yeah. it especially, it drags like a son of Horribly. a bitch. Yeah, it is, mm-hmm. it, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was expecting this to be 90 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was late to this recording because I thought it was 90 minutes long. And oh <laughs> shit, it's almost two hours. Like that. that, that is... <laughs> The shock that overcame me when I noticed the runtime, and obviously I'm watching it with this runtime like, in mind, and there were so many sections where I'm like, you could condense this down so much. Yeah. I just, oh. And it's, uh, it's awful, and I feel like the problem is, is that they're trying to do two things. They're trying to continue the story of Jigsaw while also, like, you know, having the typical saw stuff of oh well here's a new guy who has to go through traps and you know they have all these games and stuff which which, and, uh, which i think it would be the smarter thing to do is you focus on the game yeah. make it tight and have little bits of the overall mythology kind of seeping in this one yeah. doesn't do that though this one is equal if anything the game is like 40 percent of the, the movie and i like i kept forgetting that like when they cut back to the guy i was like oh yeah i forget <laughs> there's this yeah. <laughs> you know the cat, all right? Okay, yeah, he's on screen. Very good. On you go. What were you saying? Oh, uh, I think that was it. <laughs> you didn't finish that sentence, did you? So you, you forget that. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the cat distracted me. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot that like that dude was even like existing because you're just like, all right, so we're doing the whole jigsaw thing uh, yeah, cause, and so, then this guy pops up and you're like oh yeah so the plot is twofold right well before we even get to the plot there's an opening 15 minutes that's about uh, Dinah Meyer's character from the first uh, first two uh, called Kerry she's a detective and she's pissed because you know uh, what's his face uh, the Wahlberg brother from the last one is yeah. missing because he obviously was in the second movie and he ended in a, a precarious situation so they say <laughs> and She's getting obsessed, and Jigsaw comes after her. We have this long sequence of her noticing that there's a camera following her or watching her, and then we have her trap, 
and she's in this trap and this goes on for a little bit and she has to get this key that's in the acid or this this apparatus is going to rip her like chest open and kill her um and she finds out that like she, she gets the key and it doesn't work and she dies anyway and the, the the case they're looking at at the start as well with the guy with the chains he was similar like he was supposed to have a way out if he did it but the the, the actual exit was sealed shut so it's it's different from the usual jigsaw cases in that they actually can't win like as, as little chances they had before they'd have no chance now uh, so that sets that up but we have this whole 15, 20 minutes of this story of her, and it almost feels like, oh, we just want to, like, we wanted the actress back, because Dinah Meyer's kind of a proper actress who does proper jobs, right? She's, you know, she's been in tons of stuff. She played Barbara Gordon in the Birds of Prey show. She was in Starship Troopers. She's in tons of stuff, right? She's one of these actresses that pops up a lot. And, and it really feels like they could only get her for a few days. <laughs> so they had to write, like, a, like a, almost a short movie at the start yeah. that, that set up, like you know her leaving so she could be done and that's her gone mm-hmm. which is someone who like if you're watching these movies back to back or you're, you're a fan of the franchise is, is it not annoying when a character is just killed off in the opening 10 minutes of like, the oh, next sure. one that's really <laughs> annoying what really shocked me as well though is that there's two other cops in her opening sort of segment that I know are characters in the next one and I was actually kind of surprised <laughs> that they because I was expecting them to show up again in this but they never did it was weird. I was like, wait a minute, those are like the two main characters in the next movie and they only had one scene in this? I mean, I, I guess that was smart planning? Either smart sure. planning or just when they go to make the next one, it's like, oh crap, uh, who's still alive? Who's not big enough that they'll want to do this? <laughs> yeah, that was potential. That, that could very much potentially be it. So... So so we have that, right? And then it cuts to the main plot, and we have the, this doctor lady, right? What's her name? Uh, doctor Denlin. Lynn Denlin. She, she's a doctor. We see her at work, and we see her be kidnapped, and she's you know, wakes up in the jigsaw lair, right? And before we even get to that, I want to point out, and this kind of adds into the runtime being much longer than it, it feels like it should be, is that in the first two, like the, the victims of the crimes, they all kind of wake up in the situation, and then you have to like slowly discover who they were throughout the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas here, like we have quite a long kind of section of her, like she's with what appears to be her husband, and then she's at work. Mm-hmm. We see that she's having some troubles at work, where she's not really ha- having her head in the game. She's kind of late for a, an operation. Like she she shows up kind of late to it because she's like in her own little headspace in the locker room, and mm-hmm. we see like this build up to her being kidnapped, and it's like. Did we actually need to see the build-up to her being kidnapped? Especially when this, this series has already set a precedent for waking up and then figuring out after the fact of how we got here. You know what I think the problem with this series is? Is, is that they, tr- <laughs> they try to be so deadly serious. Like I feel like mm. they want you to think it's super deep and these characters, you know have these big emotional breakthroughs and you know like jigsaw is going on about you know like he has like these you know philosophical outlooks on life and i I think they really want the reader to go like or not reader uh the viewer reader oh how posh (laughs) well i i put subtitles on so Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think they want you to watch and go like wow like they're right they didn't appreciate life and oh man look at all the stuff they did but that's not what the series should be like it's basically like 
like a like a super a mad super villain making these crazy death traps so they should embrace like the cheesiness and wackiness of it and really go full force in that but instead they try to have this super serious angle so they want to show all this stuff where oh you really get to know the characters and it's so deep you see their life and feel for them and blah 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 bullshit it sucks <laughs> and the whole thing looks like a, a grungy Zack snyder movie oh i'm sure they got huge hard-ons for <laughs> the snide man <laughs> Yeah, that's what it looks like. It has this visual palette, which I hate with a passion. So, 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 so they kidnap her, and like she, she is like, okay, so Jigsaw's dying. I mean, he was dying from the, the last two movies, and Amanda's here. Amanda's like a full protege. She's like running the show almost now, and she's like, okay, this device is going on your neck. The show, and they basically explain to her, okay, your your game is that you have to keep him alive. You have to keep Jigsaw alive. Well, this other game we've got going on plays out once this guy gets through all of his tests that's you you've you've done it long enough and we'll take the device off you can go uh, and she's like well but he's dying of something you can't cure how am i supposed to keep him alive just keep him alive uh, yeah. so half the movie is like her you know trying to like do stuff with the jigsaw sort of looking around the place and also amanda getting kind of more agitated and we get for some reason there's so many amanda flashbacks in this movie <laughs> there's a point where it goes from flashback to flashback to flashback and like you say by the time it cuts back to the the main game with the guy which we've not even spoke about yet like it's like wow it's been like minutes and minutes like what's going on like what, what are we doing and then and also some of these flashbacks aren't, aren't they basically like straight up scenes from the other movies or at least they feel like so similar that it seems unnecessary. They're, they're like, not, but a lot of it's her helping to set up the first movie's game. Yeah. So she's she's dragging like the you know uh, Lee Wannell's character into the thing, and she's like helping Jigsaw out. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of uh, her like helping to set up the, the second movie and stuff. And it's all I, these I feel like we things. after. Like, after one scene, we get the point. Like, she helped him. We get it. We don't have to see how she was like, oh, every scene of the movie, she was hiding in the corner, but you didn't notice. Like, yeah, because we, we don't need that. Again, it tries to say, like, oh, we had this planned all along because she was the yeah. one that kidnapped the guy in the first movie. She was already helping. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, right, I get that point. And obviously, the point it eventually gets to is that she's the one who's, like, killing them. Like, she goes back and kills them after the game. She kills, like, yeah. Detective Man, uh, you know, Wahlberg from the second movie, she she ends up, he bashes, we, we cut back to him a couple of times from the end of the second movie, and he bashes his foot in with a rock, with oh, not a rock, it's like, it's like the top of the toilet, it's the, uh, the septic tank lid, yeah. and he's just like bashing his foot so he can break his foot to get it out of the shackle, and then he has a fight with her and she kills him, and it's like, okay, she's the one doing the killing, and the whole thing is that Jigsaw's testing her, and that, that's the big twist at the end, of course, is that this was really Amanda's test to see if she was actually <laughs> going to do his legacy properly. Ugh. Um it's like, oh, we got you. Um, well, that's one of the two big twists. The other big twist is that the guy in the game that's going on, which he, he's this guy whose son was killed in a hit and run like a couple of years ago, and he's been vengeful ever since. He's gone through all these tests where all these other people who were involved, it was a witness to the crime in the first one, then it was the judge who sentenced it, the culprit, and then it was the culprit himself, and they're all in these like death traps, and he's the one who has to decide if he's saving them or not. Um so the big twist at the end, and I say big with you know some sarcasm, is yeah. that oh spoiler, he is actually the husband of the doctor lady, but of course they intentionally misdirected us because at the start of the movie she's in bed with another guy, <laughs> right? And obviously there's even that specific line where 
she says, oh, what do you want? And he says, a divorce. And it's like, oh, they, they want divorce. But no, no, he says, yeah. what he's meaning is that he wants her to get a divorce for her husband so they can be a couple. Um, and I, whatever. I, I could not have, like, cared less. <laughs> and there's so many flashbacks. And again, about wasting time, there's, there's like a 10-minute sequence in the middle of this movie where the doctor <laughs> operates in the back of uh, Jigsaw's head. Yeah. And it's so slow. And it's like, why are we doing this? Like she cuts open the skull, she cuts the, the little bit of like whatever it is over the brain, and then the brain, and she's doing all this stuff. And it's played out all in real time. And it's all this like tense music playing, as if we're supposed to give a shit, as if we're supposed to care that Jigsaw might die. Yeah, I I don't care at all. Okay, this, this is the big pro- this is the big problem we had in Saw Two as well is that it's very hard to care about any of the characters in it. Yeah. If you're going to play it serious, and you can play it serious, mm. even though this is kind of goofy enough that we feel like it should be played goofy, but if you're going to play it serious, you have to care about the characters. If we don't care about the characters, then the serious aspect is lost because we don't give a shit about anyone living or dying. And then, add on top of that, all these games, all these trials the guy's going through, and like you know, the, the first one's the woman in the freezer who was the witness to the mm. son's death, uh, the second one was the judge, um, which is quite disgusting because it's all these like pig and hog, like, like you know, like a Go blender, like yeah. Meat grinder. It's a meat grinder, yeah. yeah. And it's all the liquids get into the, the tank. Um, like all of these feel just orchestrated for torture porn. Like you know, the first oh, one, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah, with the girl freezing and he has chins on the the, the frozen pipe and it rips off his, yeah. his skin. You know, yeah. and the last ones, the the guy's just like having his body parts twisted, like in all places. Mm. All of it feels very repetitive because every single one plays out the exact same way. Where he's like, no, I'm going to let you die because you let my son die, and then it got like, you know, after a couple of minutes when it's just almost too late, like, oh no, I can't do this. I'm going to save you. All three yeah. of them, all three of them do that exact same thing. Yeah, uh, it's really annoying. Um, and I guess to the movie's credit, if you do like torture porn, I, I guess this is probably good. I like it, it's a maybe the one subset of horror movies that I can't stand. I really don't like, um, you know, most torture movies. Hmm. Um, but I mean, if that's what they're doing, like they want to make you squirm. I, I mean, I guess they succeeded. There were definitely parts in it where I was like, Ooh, I don't like that. Um, but uh, it's, it, it's so annoying though. Cause it, it feels so shallow. So pointless. Like it's just it trying does, to get a, you know that reaction out of you. It's hard to say much nice about it. Like, I, I, I guess coming back to it, the I, the core ideas are okay. Like the idea of this guy going through this set of trials, and it's all about you know him learning to forgive, like and not be loved by vengeance. That actually sounds like a good plot idea, but yeah. the movie just kind of throws it away. And the ending, the whole thing where he walks in and like. Jigsaw's got this convoluted thing set up where Amanda's going to kill the doctor lady but in killing her, that's going to make, piss him off because that's his wife and he kills Amanda and then Jigsaw's like sitting there and he's like okay, there's one final game, you have to forgive me, uh, kind of thing and he doesn't, he, he shoots him and then lo and behold his hand drops and there's another tape and he plays the tape and it's like, oh, this was your final test and because he killed her, because like the wife's device was rigged to his heart monitor her head blows up and then, then the tape's like, oh, I've got your daughter kidnapped somewhere, and if you want to get her back, you're going to have to play a game. And that's how the movie ends. It ends with the sequel bait that this guy is <laughs> going to have to find his daughter. Like, he's not done. He's still got a daughter to save. And here's the thing what did the daughter do? Why is the daughter, like, in harm's way? 
that that's what drives me crazy about Jigsaw's whole like philosophy or whatever. You know, he says he's trying to get people to appreciate life, which uh, to be fair, there are some people that he does that with, but it feels like it gets like less and less, like, especially to that point in this movie where his critique of Amanda is that she's taking away the chance for them to survive, and yet he puts them in these positions where it's almost like a troll, like, oh, nah, 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 that was the yeah. wrong thing to do, now you're going to die. Like, or in this case, it's like, ah, 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 now you have to save your daughter. Like, what? Yeah, like, you're basically, like, goading someone into, like, you know, hey, why don't you punch me, why don't you punch me, why don't you punch me, and then, you know, finally they snap and punch you, and you're like, oh, I can't believe you did that, like, what a what a savage, like, oh, it's like, you, you made them do it. Yeah, there's a lot of this movie where Amanda's, like, walking around, and she's looking at the, you know, the old trap that she had in her head in the first movie, and she's <laughs> looking at her, like, drugs and stuff, and then it triggers a flashback, and we get so much <laughs> of the flashback, and it's like, you could trim so much of her flashbacks down. You could trim the opening 15 minutes right down. You could trim that stupid subjury scene. And like you could have a, at least a tighter movie. I don't know if it would be a good movie, but it would, at least wouldn't drag like this version does. I mean, jeez. And for the record, this was the theatrical cut. There was a director's cut of this movie, which is over two hours long. No. Jesus. Hell no. <laughs> well, no part of it. No part of it. I didn't realise... Um... I had a like a vague uh, memory of like Amanda and Jigsaw's relationship, but I didn't realize, you know, rewatching this movie, just how messed up it is. Like I like, I really don't like it. Like he, you know, basically tortures this girl, and then like, you know, there's that scene or whatever where he's like walking around her, and he's like, he says something like, "I want you to like give everything up and devote yourself to me." And mm-hmm. She's like, mm, "Okay." I was like, eh, that's pretty messed up. I, I think it's the least of the problems in the movie, but yeah, it's like sure, sure. Yeah, like there's, there's so much that's <laughs> otherwise wrong with it. Before, like, I, I think first first thing is that it does nothing to make me actually care about any of the the, the victims, right? By its own mm-hmm. definition, it's going after people who are, at least for the most part, going after people who are bad in some way. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, of course, the exception to that is like the cop at the start. Like, why, why, why? why is she being targeted? Like you're a homicide detective. You because that's this whole thing. Like the tape comes on and it's like Dana Meyer's character. Uh, what's her name? Carrie. Like it's like oh you 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 just engage in the the affairs of the the deceased. You secretly want to be deceased. Like no, that's her goddamn job. You stupid moron. Why is she now a victim? Why is every cop related? It, you know what? It, it goes on and on about how oh this is all about you not celebrating life. Yet somehow every single cop who investigates them ends up being one of the victims. How? Yeah. How? Uh, do you just attract this type of person? Is that what you're saying? Like, what? I, I just can't wait till we get to the last movie and it's just like the dude that delivers like his newspapers or something. And it's like, <laughs> you always give people the news, but now you want to be the news or like something stupid like that. No, it's a part-time job. Stop it. Stop it, Mr. Jigsaw. Stop it. Uh, it, it's really funny actually watching this again and noticing those minor characters from in this that are major characters in four because I remember them from I think I don't think I ever realised when I watched Saw four the first time because you know there'd been time between the movies that they were in Saw three and just watching yeah. this this time I'm like oh yeah those those two are in here and like are they in here again they're, they're not but we're going to make them main characters in the next one 
So sure, why I not? I wonder, are there any like super, like saw fans? Like oh, I, there I is. Know people... <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I do know people that like the movies, but. I, I don't know, like, are there seriously people that are, you know, have big maps of, of, like, all the characters and how they intersect and stuff, and like, oh, man, like, I just love the, the way that they do this and that. I don't know about maps, oh. but I've definitely seen some serious <laughs> Saw fans on, like, Twitter and Instagram who are, like, you know, there's literally countdowns to Jigsaw coming out. Oh, hopefully they're not watching this review. Yeah, you know, 72 days till Jigsaw, and I'm like, what, what's wrong? Jesus. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, people. <laughs> Oh dear. And to be fair, I don't even do that with movies that I like. Like, you know, movies that I'm looking forward to. I don't have day countdowns that I check. I mean, if you like doing that, whatever, like, you know, knock yourself out. But Yeah. I drive myself crazy. <laughs> Be constantly looking at that. Mm. God. This movie was tedious to get through. Yeah. Especially since at this point it's the third movie. So even some of the things that arguably were good ideas in the first one or the second one, I'm like, okay, I've seen you do this stuff before. Now it feels like we're just going through the motions, and you're trying yeah. to, and you're trying to pretend to be smart. And the funny thing is, I don't remember hating this the first time I saw it, but I do remember Ford being the first one where I was like, "Oh shit, I hate this because it's so convoluted at this point." Where it's, <laughs> it's trying to constantly rewrite more twists into the overall thing, like the overall mythology keeps getting more dense with all this shit they, they pale on top of it. Yeah, and then <sighs> didn't the traps in the previous ones, like for the most part kind of have something to do with the person or you know why they're there like um uh yeah kind of like yeah like uh you know being thrown into like a, a pit of needles when you used to be a junkie or, or something you know stuff like I that guess, i guess arguably the judge like he crawls about in the shit like he deserves to be in there like <sighs> maybe the witness not coming forward that was cold uh, seems so, like, so she gets uh, frozen see see what I did there um, I don't know it seems like a little bit of a, a stretch the guy um, who actually did the hit and run though being like twisted and stuff I mean I guess that's like oh that's what happened to the kid when he got hit maybe uh, 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 po- these are these are possibilities I, you, I guess you I asked didn't... you asked so I'm trying to <laughs> make it fit okay <laughs> I, I guess you can justify it but it, it doesn't seem like overly clear i guess as other ones sure sure <laughs> can try to justify it but it doesn't quite work like yeah. the ending of annabelle creation disagree with that <laughs> um so what else do you want to talk about tim i, I feel like these are going to get shorter and shorter because we, we talk about what the plot is we talk about like the various things in it. Is there any specific moments that stick out to you as being either really stupid or really i I really hate that Jigsaw is... I feel like we're just supposed to take it for granted that he's this like super genius that's always a million steps ahead of everyone. Because mm. like, there's no way to ever actually beat him. Like Anytime you do something for him, it's like, oh, well, I knew you are going to do that and plan for that eventuality. I don't know. It, it just kind of annoys me that it, it doesn't really feel justified. Like It just seems like... Hey, um, this guy always knows what's going to happen because you know the writer wrote that. It's it's almost harder. It's it's almost easier to buy like you know the slasher version of this where Jason and Michael or whatever are just indestructible. 
because it's a physical yeah. thing. It's okay, nothing you can do can kill them. They keep coming back, but at least they're it's, it's simple enough that you can go, okay, they're superhuman, they can't be killed. Whereas it's actually much harder to accept that someone's so goddamn smart that they've planned out all this stuff so much. And especially when you yeah. get to the next one and it's like, he's planned all this stuff out, like, you know, before his death. Like, he's planned for yeah. all this stuff to happen after he's died. Like, this is how deeply <laughs> thought out he was. Like, it gets to the point of just absolute absurd levels, and you're just like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, and, like, I, I buy it when it's, like, the Riddler or something, but <laughs> just some random dude who... Yeah, but even, even the Riddler, though, like, after a couple of, you know, after a storyline... It resets, like he goes away and comes up with a new plan or something like that. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah. this, it just keeps on building and building onto the same <laughs> plan, to the point where, we, as we get more deeper into the sequels, it's like, well, all of his plan included all of this as well. Like what? <laughs> it's insane. So complicated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I thought the, I guess like jealousy between Amanda oh, yeah, and the Ma- doctor. Amanda getting annoyed because after she's kind of, you know, saved his life for a little bit with the operation, he's yeah. still dying, but, like, he, he, you know, he puts his hand on her arm and he's like, oh, thank you, or whatever. Uh, yeah. And she's just, like, across the room, Amanda's just like... Yeah, but, I don't know, I, I, I feel like, kind of, it goes back to my point, like, a little earlier, like, I don't know, I, I think it would have been cooler if she was her own badass chick, but they made her, like, this... I don't know, like a lovesick puppy or something. Yeah, because like on- she- yeah, honestly, I think early on in the movie, maybe not this time because I remembered how it ended, but like the first time, I remember actually kind of being excited that she was going to be the new Jigsaw. I thought that was interesting, that like someone else yeah. was going to start this. And we weren't going to keep going convoluted with Jigsaw's plans because he, he literally just passed the mantle. And I thought, yeah. okay, we've got a new person now doing this. Let's see how she does. And this whole idea that she's actually more uh, spiteful and she actually just wants them all to die... I actually kind of like that in the sense that let's say he passed the mantle, then he died, and she went continued on, and it was like, oh no, no, this jigsaw is even worse because this jigsaw doesn't even let you have a chance. Like this jigsaw yeah. is spiteful. Um, yeah, it's a little more interesting. It's something different. Yeah, and that could have been a, like a way to carry it forward, but instead they kind of, for the sake of some twists, they they throw it away. They make her a weaker character again, and then. Like I say, everything just keeps getting more convoluted because everything's just Jigsaw's <laughs> plan. Like rather yeah. than just having her have her own new plan that we can start from fresh, you know, because that would have yeah. worked. Like you have three movies that this Jigsaw, then you could have you know four, five, and six would maybe be Amanda's trilogy, and then you mm-hmm. know something else from there. Huh? Who knows? But yeah. that's not how it went. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, I'm trying to think if there were like any of the kills that I really enjoyed, but not really. Like the, uh, no. the girl, like, everyone I kind of felt bad for, like, the girl freezing, um, uh, I guess the judge and the the shotgun. guy that hit his kid. Yeah, yeah the I, shotgun I, blast was okay, but it wasn't. It was just, right. it felt very coincidental, honestly, okay, right, okay, sure, yeah. whatever, but I don't know. I, Tim, I think we're ready for ratings. I don't, I don't, unless you have any other great groundbreaking points to make on Saw 3. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, well, in that case then, what would you rate Saw 3 out of 10? Uh, it, see, it's kind of hard because I don't want to go too, too low 
just because I have a feeling. We have more sequels the, to get to, yes, you're right. Yeah, like, like I don't want to give this one a three and then watch the next one and be like, that's a two, and then the next one be like, oh, that's a one, and then, you know, get to one where I'm like, I don't know where else to go. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to give it a three... Yeah, I was thinking about going three point five, but I don't. I don't know. I think just a three. I can't even really that, justify. That's, that's fair. <laughs> um, Maybe if it wasn't so tedious, like he like he yeah. said, if it was a little shorter, trimmed up, I could probably go three point five, maybe think, even a four. But no, I'm thinking like, and it's honestly the reason why I might go. So, I mean, I might stretch to a four, but. My reasons are less about what's in this movie and more about what I've rated worse and like how does it compare to those? Like, what is it not as bad as, for example? Yeah. You know what I was actually thinking of doing, but it's it would probably take so much time and I'm so lazy. But okay. I, I was tempted to go through like every video we've done and kind of just skip to the end to see the score of the movies. Oh yeah, I, I did, and then like coming up with like an Excel spreadsheet to see. You know where everything fell, but too late. Hey, well, m- m- maybe maybe I'll do one for both of them, and it'll have averages. Ooh, that would be do averages. Yes, <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> uh, maybe when I'm bored one day, and I'm like, oh, I need some, yeah. I need a project to work on for an hour. I'll maybe I'll maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it could be a Patreon bonus, but I don't know. I don't no, know who, no who one cares. No one, no one cares enough for that. Come on now. Um, 3.5. Okay. 3.5. I can't go as high as a 4. I can't go as high as 4. But I'm going to go 3.5 just for the things that it's not as bad as. It's basically my, my, my thinking. Uh, it's really tedious. It looks ugly like the first two did. Uh, don't care about any of the characters. <laughs> the core ideas for a couple of things are decent, but it doesn't do anything yeah. with them. That would, that would be my stance. So, uh, and Tobin Bell's still pretty yeah. good. At least, like you know, like that yeah. mo- that moment where like the, the, the for the first time he's explaining stuff, and she's like, well, "What do you want me to do?" And he's just like, "I want to play a game." And it's like, "Okay, right, okay." He's got his catchphrase. Like you know, he said his catchphrase, <laughs> and it worked. It was a nice little yeah. moment. Okay, cool. Yeah. But. Uh, that's about it. So that's Saw Three. Uh, unfortunately, we have four more to go, and then the new one in October. So uh, that that kind of sucks. But hey ho, here we are. So thank you very much for watching. Let us know what you thought of Saw Three in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter, mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to Patreon.com/slash/mailfudge.tv. See some of the bonuses over there, including the voting for Streams After Midnight, because it was a, as a voting. Uh, for like one bonus episode each month and uh, the vote's up so you can check that out currently we have uh, Stephen King movies you can pick from for it does yes it's Stephen King Uh, because it's coming out next month so we thought we'd do a Stephen King movie in the vote so that that'll sort of happen around the same time so that'll be fun Uh, but otherwise guys that is us so thank you very much once again for watching keep watching scary movies and we'll see you next time